Welcome to the Tech Aunties Podcast, where we're bringing you industry context and vision from myself, Angelia McFarland, and Gina Rosenthal. On each podcast, we will share our marketing and technology industry experiences along with the tea. Listen to us as we explain the past so you can have context to understand and create your own version of the future. So let's get into it. So Gina, this is exciting. We are two industry veterans. Yes, we are. (laughs) (laughs) Who have worked together We worked together directly for a few years, but um, stayed in contact and and stayed with the industry and just recently got together and saw all of the things. Well, we started talking over tea, as a matter of fact. (laughs) It was over tea. About all of the things that are happening in tech and in marketing. And Gina had the wonderful idea Ooh, we should start a podcast. Was it my idea or was it your idea? I think I think it was yours, Gina. Okay. I think it was yours. It. <laughs> you know, I've already spilled the tea this morning, so we're good to go, I think. You absolutely. Yeah, and we're going to spill a lot more tea today while we're here. Yeah. So I'm going to start um and and kind of intro myself and and then give you a a brief intro to Gina and let her introduce herself. Again, my name is Angelia McFarland. I have been in tech marketing for my entire career, and I won't tell you exactly how long that (laughs) is, but it has been over 25 years. So I've seen a lot of changes in technology and in marketing. And you would think that it's an odd combo to have a tech and marketing podcast. But as you listen to our episodes, you'll begin to understand why we believe the two are intertwined. Um, I had the pleasure of meeting Gina Rosenthal during my time at Dell Technologies. She was at that point a giant. Oh, my God. (laughs) She was. She doesn't want to admit it. But she was a giant in social media. This was before those of you listening um, probably don't realize that there was a time when no one was on Twitter except Gina. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry for everybody I brought on the Twitter. I feel really guilty now. (laughs) Uh, And Gina helped me to understand the implications of social and how to do social properly. Uh, and that was that was how we met each other. It was back in what two thousand nine, two thousand and ten. Yeah. So I am going to. Gina has a long history as well that crosses technology and marketing. So I'm going to get off the mic and let her introduce herself. <laughs> yeah. So I'm Gina Rosenthal. Gina Minks. Uh, I can say is never ever change your name for anything or anybody. Uh, a tech auntie tidbit there. <laughs> uh, but. Um, yeah, I've been in tech uh, for decades as well, and um, I started out as a technical trader and training developer, so I've always been really interested in helping people learn more, and um, that does take a lot of uh, community and social, even in a classroom, to to kind of get those, um, to get people 
understand where they are to get them to understand things like, I don't know, going from mainframes to Unix boxes, which is a big jump in learning and in mind space. And we're at one of those intersections right now again. So mainframes went to three-tier architecture. And now we're at this point where we're going into composable architecture, which requires um, um, infrastructure as code and understanding containers and all sorts of things that lead to incredible um, workloads and and applications uh, such as things, AI applications and um Tech, uh, what is it? Bit, what's your thing? Is Bitcoin and oh yeah, yeah. So Web three, Web three, all of those exist because we've gone through this digital transformation, and now here we are again. So um, yeah, so I, I I helped with that first transformation in a way, helping with the second transformation. I hope um, so. I've been at all of the big vendors because I I move around a lot. So <laughs> but Dell, EM, I started my career at EMC, and then Dell and VMware, and lots of startups in between. Um, where I've learned a lot from people like Angelia because I, I see things down the road. I'm really good at seeing where the puck is going, but it's great to have colleagues and friends like Angelia to say, well, wait a minute, how are we actually going to implement this and explain it to me in words that make sense that so we can actually maybe do some of these crazy ideas you have. So that's always been very nice. And that's what Angelia was kind of like that calm rock when I needed it, which is great. Um, but that's what I do. And so like I've started my own business now doing product marketing um, as a service, kind of fractional product marketing services for companies that are doing some of these really cool new things in our new world as we go into this um, composable infrastructure as code, whatever we're going to call it. DigitalSunshineSolutions.com. That's right. DigitalSunshineSolutions.com. Well, what are you doing now? I am also doing something similar, um, fractional product marketing services. And as we get into our series of podcasts, you'll begin to to hear and understand some of my principles and philosophies on marketing. Um, most people think of marketing as only the advertising and demand gen pieces of marketing. Uh, and so my agency, EOPmedia.com, Thank you. Is, <laughs> is focused on the product side of marketing. Uh, and, and we'll we'll get into we'll get into that a lot. I have a there's a whole series of yes. podcasts we have planned that will talk about the product side of marketing. Yeah, and 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 at the same time, we're going to talk about the technical side because I think it's an interesting time to be a product marketer when the whole industry is literally changing. Yes. So we're going to talk about some of the new technologies. And especially if you're a marketer, what do you need to know? I know that used to be one of my favorite things to do as a product marketer um, when I was working at the big companies was we'd sit down uh, for a launch meeting. It would be me, the really weird product marketer. That was very technical and the product manager and the engineers and we'd all be in the tech marketers, you know, we'd all be sitting there vibing on what we're going to do. And I'd see the marketers in the corner writing as fast as they could. So I'd say, hey, did you understand anything we were talking about? And they're like, nope. I was like, okay, we're going to have another meeting. Any question you want to ask? And it led to things like, well, have you seen a data center? You write enough marketing about it. No. Field trip. Let's go see a data center. <laughs> so like, I think... 
um, marketers, uh, and this is coming from me as being a technologist, it's, marketers get a bad rap of being, oh God, it's marketing. We have to read the marketing slides because they're making us do it. But the thing is, it is a science to be a marketer. It's very, oh, yeah. it's a very technical science, I think, as well. And the the beauty of dropping, you know, these kind of old stereotypes about marketers is once your market, your marketers are never going to know the technical stuff to the depth that you know it. They don't want to. You don't want them to. That's not what their job is. But if they understand the words they're saying. And why the order they say the words in and how the rest of it, how how all of that works together, they will come up with the best marketing and the fluffy stuff that I have a hard time creating. I have someone that does it for me. You know, I can explain the technical stuff really to detail, but then I sound like a professor. Nobody wants, that's not exciting, sexy marketing. Well, it's not, it it isn't scalable. No. It's only, it, it, it speaks to only one audience. And to your point about marketing, being this science, we help take that and we make it scalable to, to 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 different audiences. But you can't do that unless you understand. It's like translating things, uh, right? Yeah, absolutely. If I don't understand what you're saying, I can't translate it into other languages. And and that's the benefit of when we would work together. You know, you would you would bring that kind of translation key that says this is what this actually means. Um, and then it'll, it would allow us on the marketing side to say, okay, then this is what it means for these types of people. This is how we translate it into language for these types of people. So yeah. the education uh, training I had, training experience I had came in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all a, yes, yes. It's amazing how the things that we used to do come in handy. It's true. But so, so we wanted to, so I, I want to talk a little bit about why we went with, with, Aunties. Oh, yeah, tech aunties. Tech aunties. Um, and it was, you know, traditionally in marketing, it's agonizing to come up with a name. <laughs> and I think we came up with this name in less than five minutes. Um, Jean, well, maybe Gina spent more than five minutes because she's like, what do you think about the, what do you think about the aunties? And I said, I think that's cool. I said, but let's call it the tech aunties. And Gina <laughs> says, I'm game. And so, um, and so as we, and the, but the reason that we did it is culturally, and I don't know if you can tell from our voices, but Gina and I are two diverse women <laughs> with backgrounds. Um, mine is, is African American, and I, there's many other cultures, but I was raised African American. And Gina's culture is, um, Native Native American, as well as she's also white. She's also mixed <laughs> with other things and a lot of other things. And so for 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 the two of us, this concept of an auntie and what an auntie means and what an auntie does, uh, lining that up with tech was was it it was just perfect. And and I, so I'll tell you my reason why, because Gina has a slightly different reason why she wanted to go with the word auntie. But when she said the word auntie, that's what it brought up to me. My aunties, they were not my they were not my parents. So you could go to them and you could talk to them about anything and not get in trouble. So you could ask any questions you wanted to ask. Um, depending on your relationship with your auntie, you didn't have to worry about it getting back to your parents. <laughs> um, and then and then as an auntie. 
as a person who has gotten to the point where I've had the pleasure and the privilege of being an auntie, um, you kind of see it as your job or your role to be able to um, help your nieces and nephews uh, to see things that and to and to and to rise above where you were. So you kind of help them get out of their own way. Um, you push them, you push them back to, you don't, I don't always have the answers. I put, you know, so in a, in a familial sense, I'll push them back to their parents when they need to. In a text sense, it's about saying, Hey, why don't you go back to, to your source and, and not always assume that you have the answer. And so, so auntie to me had this really strong connotation uh, and that was why that was what it meant to me. It means something a little bit different to Gina. Well, it means all of that too. I think the other thing, especially since I'm an auntie now too, it's is being there and accepting your your nieces and nephews for who they are at yes. that moment and where they are, and giving them a space to to even though some of the things might be like whoa, <laughs> kid, <laughs> you give them that space to express themselves and and to try new things because you do want them to to get to a, a higher level quicker than you did. Yes. Right? That's the kind of thing I see. But yeah, so my other reason was, I kind of like, for all the reasons you said, I like the term. But then my other reason was we have, I have friends that have for a long time run a podcast called, um, I don't know if it's Storage Graybeards, but it's definitely Graybeards. And they're brilliant. They've been in the industry forever and they're super technical. And these are guys that, I read and watch everything they say because they've been in the industry forever and they just, they cut through the baloney mm-hmm. and they're the gray beards. And they, and I, you know, I've mentioned to him before, like, I can't be a gray beard. What would get you a beard? You can, anybody can be a gray beard. I'm like, dude, that's what wax is for. I do not want to be a gray beard. I am in, in my own right, you know, very technical. And I think, um, I feel the same way when, you know, men or women new in the industry, I feel this kind of protective, like you've got these incredible ideas, but how do you, how do you execute those ideas? Because you're going to get pushed back. Um, I think I had people that did this for me when I was starting social media at EMC in one of the most controlling environments that there was at EMC, which is saying something. (laughs) So um, they, they kind of, they were at the end of their careers and they didn't want to get all wrapped up in the mess I was stirring up because, but they could see that it was very similar to something they had done in the past. They knew what I was going to face and they kind of mentored me through that. And I appreciate that so much. And I just, I, I love, I don't want, I, I hate it when I see young people get into the industry and they just fall in line when they're yeah. brilliant and they have these really, great ideas and of all times you know in my career this is one of those times when if you've got a brilliant idea you need to figure it out and you need to to run with it but you're going to have to figure out how to zig and zag through the politics and from people that will steal your ideas or people that will just shut you down and fire you there's there's ways around it and you don't learn that until it happens to you in my case a lot of times (laughs) and to her to your point your parents because they don't want to see you experience pain, often tell you to toe the line. Whereas your auntie is usually the one that 
that pushes you and says, well, you know, this is going to cause you some trouble. You know, your mom's not going to like this. Your mom, your boss, right? You know, your boss isn't going to like this. Are you ready for the consequences? And if you are, I'm happy to help. I'm happy to help steer you. I'm happy to help guide you. And so that's, yeah. that's the, that's the focus of, cause you're not going to hear from us in any of our episodes. We're not, we, we, Gene and I never told the line. <laughs> How boring is that? We never (laughs) told the line and we have gotten in trouble for it so many times. So we have our own company. It's much better. (laughs) Nobody can, you know. Uh, The the other thing I was going to say is, is there also, you know, speaking specifically about women, I don't think we're going to get into that too much in this, this podcast, but, but that's another thing I hate. I hate seeing anybody being pushed back the same way I was. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it for my kids, for my nieces, my nephews. But I, I don't Even like your it friends, my friends, and your colleagues. Yeah, don't like it just because you talk a certain way or you look a certain way. It's not just women either, by the way. It's it's not. So I, I you know, that's kind of this. How do we empower everybody? We're we're going into this time of chaos. It's going to be super chaotic. Um, we're going to see companies that we've known forever fall fall away because they're not going to be able to keep up with what's coming. I mean, who would have ever thought sun would go away? Yes. You know, those kind of things happen. Many of our listeners don't even know what's, who sun is. Sun was <laughs> an amazing, that's the first Linux I really learned. No, it wasn't even Linux, it's Unix, see? Yeah. Yeah, it was a, a Unix that had um, custom-built hardware for their OS, which was their downfall, I think. Um, but you could rely on that stuff to run forever and ever. So, And it was bought by Oracle. Mm-hmm. And and it's now it's now it's technically like, Oracle. For a while, they maintained the branding, but yeah, it's it's, it's, an, Oracle. it's Oracle now. That's going to happen more and more. But in times of chaos, chaos is really it can be frustrating and hard to live through. But it's also a great time of creativity. So to harness your creativity and figure out how to go with it, that's sort of what we want to talk about too. Like where's marketing going, and where's the tech going? And where is someplace in the middle that you can hang on to and make that your career and make it your own, which is exciting. So talk about let's talk about what we're what what we have planned for the people in our <laughs> in, in in our series. So we have a, we have two series. There's going to be um, our goal right now is to introduce a tech and a marketing podcast together with each release. And we have us we have a series of 12. Mm-hmm. Um, paired releases for you, and um, well, you my, go first. What are you going to talk about? Oh boy! Um, <laughs> so my, I have, I have a series of six podcasts that will explore the the power that marketers have, um, the fact that we have allowed that power to be taken away from us. In, in, in several different ways uh, and and how unique, not unique, unique is the wrong word, <laughs> but how critical it will be for us to be at the forefront of of the of the imp, the impending chaos. So as so marketers, one of the things that marketers do, is they make sense out of chaos. Yeah. They direct chaos. 
um, I I did a uh, presentation recently, and I talked about the fact that marketers are magic, and and what I meant by that is that we are the ones who see the who, who see the solution out of the chaos, and we help other people see that as well. Um, and so so those are the marketing and and. Well, and one of the go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say. So if you're a marketer listening right now and you're frustrated, then you need to listen to us because we have some tips for you coming up. We do. We you and, and if if nothing else, you can have good tea with your auntie, <laughs> and you'll find out you have a soulmate from a marketing perspective. Um, <laughs> That's right. And and one of the things that we're gonna reiterate at the end is we want to hear from you. So if there are topics or that you think you want us to cover, if you have questions after the podcast, uh, because our objective is to is to record these not in one fell swoop. Um, so if you have questions after the podcast, we'll be able to address them in future episodes. So that's right. And what I'm going to talk about, the first set is um, AI. Um, try and go back to the, what we talked about before, the thing that I really like to do, which is to teach marketers and everybody, the basics of some of these new technical terms and things that your executives are going to chase. <laughs> so so you have um, a vocabulary to ask questions and make plans and those kind of things. So we'll be bringing along some guests for some of these podcasts as well. And we hope to hear from you. Come have tea with us. And and I want to also highlight that from um, from the tech perspective, um, the reason that Gina picked AI for this for this series is because of all of the hype and the FUD. Um, so 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 from a technical perspective, our our goal is to is to help you with the upcoming technologies to give you some tools to cut through. The FUD, yeah. A lot of the FUD. Not, and and I, we don't want to give it all away in, nope, you can, in our intro, <laughs> intro. You're going to hear it. So, um, that, yeah, I think we're good. So, with that, thank you all for, for joining us. Thank you for listening to the reasons why you want to participate or you want to listen to the tech aunties. Um, if you have any topics, as we said earlier, you want us to cover, please let us know. Connect with us on LinkedIn or Instagram. We are both online at our names, Angelia, A-N-G-E-L-I-A, McFarland, and Gina, G-I-N-A, Rosenthal. Just like it sounds. Uh, and so uh, both of us are on LinkedIn. Both of us are on in- Instagram. Also follow Digital Sunshine Solutions. That's right. Which is on LinkedIn and, and website. Uh-huh. Um, EOP Media currently is just web. We don't have a we don't have an Instagram or LinkedIn presence. Ooh, I could help with you. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find this and other episodes of our podcast at techaunties.com. But until next time, y'all be sweet. <laughs>